Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, everybody. Oh, what a beautiful morning out here, Southern California. School's out for summer. Father's Day weekend. NBA Game 7s. NBA Trade. Folks, this is going to be a good show. I, I just strap in for three hours of fun. And um, I, I just posted this on social media. that we, A couple things we will not talk about today, even if Ryan tries to force it on me, and he doesn't try to force anything. Um, number one, we are not talking about John Stockton. We are not talking about Cole Beasley. That's over, baby. We're done with that. Sports are back. Our readers are full. Oh, it does feel good. And California this week, restrictions lifted. You can walk into a Costco without a mask. Now, a quick story before I get to Father's Day and school. And yes, yes, Ty Lu. I know you want to hear me talk about Ty Lu. Um, So I went to Costco this week out here in L.A. And L.A., of course, is the last state to lift all the mask mandates. You had to go into any grocery store or Costco with a mask. And... I walk up to the front, and I'm like, oh, wait, you don't have to wear a mask. I have it in my hand. And I look up at the guy who's working there, and I'm like, so do we have to wear a mask? He's like, you don't, but we do. Okay, I was like, oh, okay. So I walk in mask in hand. I start looking around. 
everybody's wearing a mask still. I was like, okay, do I want to be that dude who's not wearing a mask? I don't really need to. I've been vaccinated. Do I need to wear Oh, I'm going to wear the mask anyway. So I keep it on finally after like five minutes in there. And yes, I'm still looking at everybody while hoarding up on uh, the usual toilet paper, water, all the essentials, uh, Pringles. Um, I see somebody without a mask. I was like, finally, someone else without a mask. So I can take mine off. So I took off my mask. And that's where we are in non-sports things in late June. Um, I didn't know coming into this show, if we would start with Hawks-Sixers. That was a pretty fun game, exciting series, tough one for the Hawks last night. Uh, Seth Curry, once again, the hero. Here we are, late June. Okay, usually this is NBA Finals time. Finals are almost wrapping up now. Seth Curry was the hero in Sixers-Hawks, but I'm not talking about him. I- I'm not. We'll get to him eventually because he's been phenomenal for Philly. They have Game 7 Sunday. Um... I, I I really want to talk about Father's Day weekend and what it means and all that stuff, but I just feel like you guys are here for the outset to talk sports, so I'm going to start at sports, and we'll back into Father's Day in like seven or eight minutes. You know, in life, guys, sometimes we, we've got to go through some real big struggles before we get to where we want to be, you know? Um, and and I, I think one of the guys that I want to talk about here is Reggie Jackson, of the L.A. Clippers. First of all, the L.A. Clippers with a comeback for the ages. And the NBA is so bonkers. Gambling on the NBA is not good for your health. I did go on a super hot streak this week. I'm doing picks as the gambling guy for Fox Sports. Um, and they're putting out my picks. And I had struggled two weeks ago. I went into a funk. And this week I got super hot. And last night going into the games, I said, I don't feel good about either side. So I punted. I did some player props. I went one and one. The Jazz take a 25-point lead against the Clippers. A 25-point lead, usually insurmountable. The Utah Jazz, by the way, in the last 25 years, when they lead by 25 or more points, the Jazz are 232-0. and Haven't lost a game in the last 25 years when they've led by 25 points. And, of course, the Clippers basically don't miss a shot in the second half. After giving up 72 to the Jazz in the first half, the Clippers say, I'll see your 72 and raise you 81. The Clippers scored 81 points in the second half, and I know all these media guys coming after me on social media. Kendrick Perkins, yeah, Ty Lue's a pretty good coach, huh? And my guy, Doug Gottlieb, we did Dan Patrick together yesterday, and Gottlieb's like yelling at me about how good of a coach Ty Lue is. I'm like, okay, he had LeBron, now he has Kawhi. Um, we'll see. Like, I, I think the jury's out. Uh, my guy Sedano, another ESPN guy. We we get we love to debate sports, and I like to debate. This is as fun as anything. Talking about sports that matters. Remember where we were a year ago, guys? Seriously, we were talking like, are we ever going to get sports again in 2020? So just be happy we're able to debate anything. Anyways, the Clippers storm back, and the hero. I said this hero in the earlier game was Seth Curry. There were two heroes. In the Clippers' comeback went over the Jazz. Terrence Mann, a young kid out of Florida State, had 39 points. He'd never scored that many points in a game in the NBA or college. He hit seven three-pointers. And, of course, Reggie Jackson, who had zero points after the first quarter, finished with 27 points, 10 assists, and he was incredible as the floor general the Clippers needed badly. Because if you remember, everybody, The L.A. Clippers had two weaknesses all season that were very evident. Number one, 
in the clutch, they were awful. They always faded late in games. They didn't have any direction. And the second part is they didn't have a floor general, a point guard. Patrick Beverly wasn't that guy. They pick up Rondo to force some leadership. They pick up Rondo because he's playoff Rondo. But Reggie Jackson was the story last night. And I mean, I'm sure you guys know his history, right? This is a kid who was really good at Boston College. He's drafted by OKC. He's onto that awesome OKC team with Durant and Westbrook and Harden. And then they trade Harden. And what and you think, okay, Reggie Jackson's gonna get some minutes. But of course, Russell Westbrook just hoovers up everything. And I don't know how many of you remember it. I, of course, do because I I love remembering irrelevant stuff like this. But at one point in OKC, Reggie Jackson was unhappy because he thought he was better than Russell Westbrook and deserved more minutes and more shine. It didn't work. And they ship him to Detroit. And in Detroit, Reggie Jackson thrives. And he gets a five-year, $80 million contract. But he wasn't winning. He got to the playoffs twice, but he couldn't win anything. They had Andre Drummond, and you know they had Blake Griffin that one year, and he looked all right. But again, sometimes in life, like we're tested, and we got to climb a lot of mountains before you get to the mountaintop. And you know, the 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 thing I noticed last night in probably the biggest game in franchise history for the Clippers, they've never been to a conference finals before. They're there this year. Kawhi Leonard. Missed the two games with injury that they needed to win to get there. And Reggie Jackson went from being a big $80 million guy in Detroit, putting up, you know, good stats on a mediocre team. And he has now learned at the age of 31. Again, he was like 24 and he thought he was ready to run OKC. And why is Westbrook playing in front of me? And him and Westbrook had beef. And Jackson took it public. Like, I don't know why I'm not getting minutes over over Westbrook. But he wasn't ready to be an integral part of a championship contender, and that's what he is now. That growth, watching that maturation process. You can make $80 million. Guess what? The Detroit Pistons were so unhappy with Reggie Jackson, he got bought out. Bought out a year ago in February. And it was like, well, where does he go from here? What is red next for Reggie Jackson? Oh, let the Clippers give him a chance. And they thought he was all right. And then they sign him again in December. Okay, we'll take Reggie Jackson. He didn't have any other offers, everybody. Nobody wanted this guy. And in a game six, the Clippers desperately needed. They were 0-8 previously in win and advance games to the Western Conference Finals, and Reggie Jackson had 27 points and 10 assists. And I cannot say enough how much of a floor general he was. Drive and kick. Terrence Mann must have been assisted on, you know, he hit seven threes. I would say that Reggie Jackson assisted on five of them. He only had one turnover, Reggie Jackson. Just an awesome story of just because you think someone is done or arrogant or toast or just not very good, they can mature. And and that growth is so fun to watch in sports. And, I, I mean, it isn't often we're talking about a guy like Reggie Jackson in late June. But just his story of, man, just when you think he's done in OKC, in Detroit. I mean, he was on his last legs, folks. In the NBA, if if the Clippers didn't take him, who is? And he's uh, kicking out these assists to Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann, by the way, 20 points in the third quarter. A franchise record for the Clippers. Nobody's ever scored more points in a quarter than Terrence Mann. Not Chris Paul, not Blake Griffin, not 
um, DeAndre Jordan, not Danny Manning, not Ron Harper, not Kawhi, not Paul George. Terrence Mann. Let that sink in. Let it sink in. And now, I've got to do a quick moment before Father's Day and the end of school. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert just won the Defensive Player of the Year award for, I don't know, what, like the 17th time? Do you know how many blocks Rudy Gobert had in the final two games of Jazz Clippers? Zero. Same amount as I did. Zero blocks. Like, I know Rudy Gobert is a great regular season guy. Puts up awesome defensive stats. He's a great rim protector. He has one of the best names in sports, the Stifle Tower, because he's from France. And Rudy Gobert was a total non-factor in the final two games. And I just want guys to remember this. So, Wednesday morning of Game 5 in Utah, you get hit with bang-bang news that the Utah Jazz and their fans were so geeked about. Chris Paul has COVID, and he's out until he can get two negative tests. That could be the first game of the Western Conference Finals, the second. He might miss the first three games of the Western Conference Finals. He may miss none. We'll see. He has been vaccinated, but he has COVID. And within an hour of the Chris Paul COVID news, you get Kawhi Leonard's knee injured in what didn't seem like much on Monday night. And he now has an ACL injury. Kawhi will not play in the rest of the series. When you got that news Wednesday morning, wow, the Jazz are going to win the West. It's all set up. All they got to do is win game five at home. Kawhi Leonard being out, the Jazz were seven and a half point favorites. Then you win game six, and then no Chris Paul, and the Jazz have home court. Oh, my gosh, the Jazz are going to the NBA Finals for the first time since Carl Malone and John Stockton. And the Jazz laid an egg. Rudy Gobert did nothing. Donovan Mitchell was clearly injured. Paul George played out of his mind. And, folks, the L.A. Clippers are now in the Western Conference Finals for the first time in franchise history. And, oh, my gosh, they are the first team to overcome two 0-2 deficits in a single playoff run. Never happened before. So a happy Father's Day to Ty Lue, who I've been questioning. Is he that good of a coach? I mean, the guy had LeBron. And then he goes to the Clippers and gets Kawhi. Like, how do we know how good he is? We don't really know. Well, we do know that he just won two games without Kawhi Leonard to close out the number one seed in the West. And that's pretty damn impressive. So shout to Ty Lue. Well done. Now, can he take down Chris Paul and Devin Booker? That's another story. We'll get to that later in the show. But again, happy Father's Day weekend, everybody out there. Obviously, a shout-out to my dad. He was recently in town. We had a lot of fun. Went down to Laguna, Dana Point. Good times out here in L.A. And, you know, my old man's turning 80 this year. And I'll quickly give his story the abridged version. So, you know, my dad came to America when he was a teenager uh, from the Caribbean, finished his high school career in New York, you know, was a little bit of, um, what's the nice word I want to use in case he's listening out out in Florida? Um, he was a little combative, shall we say, with teachers, uh, similar to me with management. <laughs> it runs in the family. And my dad ends up, you know, going to uh, work at a factory out of high school because he, you know, didn't, didn't want to go to college. He wanted to have fun and, you know, women and all that fun stuff. It's like exciting. And he realizes pretty damn quick that working in a factory in making money is not all it's cracked up to be. And he said, I got to go back to school. I I don't want to have this life for the rest of my life. I'm not making any money. There's people fighting on the job and a lot of racism. So my dad decides, I'm going to go to school. 
gets an education, uh, works in the day, goes to school at night for, I believe the full number was 16 years to get his PhD at NYU. Obviously, him and my mom get married. Um, my family ends up moving to D.C. and, you know, um, to work at the government. My dad ended up, you know, giving us a really nice life. I didn't have to pay for college, which is nice. Shout out to mom and dad for that. And I guess one of, one of the lessons I learned is, you know, at some point you got to realize that, like, you, you know, your life is awesome and important. But once you have kids, they are the top priority. And you've got to make them the top priority. And, and I, I joke now that. Man, Father's Day weekend. I don't need anything from you guys. Just I just want you guys to be in a place and a position to have success, and I can set you up for that and be a good kid and all that fun stuff. So, uh, hope Happy Father's Day weekend, everybody out there. And and a final quick shout out to the moms and dads who got through this rigorous school year, which was probably the most difficult school year in the history of elementary school in America. I don't know if it's ever been upended by a global pandemic where the kids were on Zoom. And then there may or may not have been pods. And then you're back in school a little bit. And then you're back in school a little more. And you've got to wear a mask in PE. And 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 you can't eat lunch at school because of the restrictions. And holy hell, parents, I know you went through a lot. Summer's here. And congratulations for making it. And of course, congrats to my wife and my two kids for uh, plowing through it. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. We got a Game 7 tonight. We got a Game 7 Sunday. Who you got? That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required after portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real Steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. So, you know, this is my summer of soccer. I'm eating up all the Copa America, all the Euro 2020. I'm geeked about the Gold Cup. Yes, I did buy a soccer team. Um... I'm sure you saw that on my Instagram, but we're not. I think we talked about that. Did we talk about that, Ryan, two weeks ago or no? Yeah, yeah. We did. Okay. Hey, so I'm looking up, you know, obviously I had to drive in, woke up late night last night. Uh, Is this Hungary 1, France 0? That's correct. What? I'm telling you, France looked like the best team that I had seen. I mean, they're so stacked. It's either France or Belgium. Belgium came back to win yesterday. I mean, was it a freak goal? Have you seen the goal yet or no? I did not. Okay, know. so here's what a quick word on Euro before we get to Game 7. Um, a little disappointed in how strict they are about the videos going on social media. So there was an awesome goal. Uh, I mean, there's many been many awesome goals, but there was an awesome one, I think, like Tuesday or Wednesday. And, you know, I posted it on Twitter, and then my account got locked within like an hour. I was like, what? And then, you know, they send you an email and say, oh, yeah, it's for this. And I was like, that's a highlight from a soccer game. It's so weird. Soccer is still living in the Stone Age. You can't do that. So I was like, all right, take it down. I don't care. Um, I'm not trying to get my account locked over a highlight of soccer that's everywhere. Um, And you post on Instagram, they don't seem to care. But social media is just so weird with these highlights. NBA, by the way, nobody cares. You can post every single Terrence Mann basket from last night. And the Clippers win. And ain't nobody going to say a damn thing. But soccer... Whatever. Anyway, so I haven't seen the Hungary goal yet. Uh, if, if, if it was incredible or you guys have a link to it, just drop it to me on Twitter or Instagram, and I'll check it during the commercial break. But uh, I, I'm all in on the soccer. Um, and I actually played soccer this past week. Usually I just tune up for the tournaments, but it's so good at cardio. I mean, the soccer, You basically I told the wife, I'm going to go out and run for like 45 minutes. Uh, I, I'll just play up front, try to get a goal. And I'll, I'll burn off, you know, 1,500 calories in 45 minutes. Like, it's crazy how hard you have to run for soccer. But what I forgot was the next day your hamstrings are dead. So I haven't done any exercise, you know, cardio since Wednesday because running was so hardcore. Uh, it felt great. 
I did not get injured. Hooray. Um, I was like 0 for 5 on shooting up front, which is a little disappointing. Uh, but nevertheless, it was a really, really good workout. So game seven tonight in the NBA. Hawks um, are Sunday against the Sixers. Tonight is Bucks in Brooklyn, uh, 8.30 Eastern. It's on TNT. My early read is right after game five. I watched Kevin Durant go postal. He had 49, 17, and 10. One of the great playoff performances you'll ever see. And my first reaction as a gambler was, okay, I'm taking the Bucks in game six, no doubt. And I think the Bucks will win this series because I'm going to ask you guys two questions. Number one, do you expect Kevin Durant, who's two years removed from an Achilles injury, to duplicate 49, 17, and 10 while playing all 48 minutes? Of course not. So what does Kevin Durant do in the next game? Like, he was good, 32 points, by the way. I bet his under point total of 35 and a half, and I won. And and we're tied. France ties it up against Hungary. Oh, geez. Uh, I, I do love when the live sports are happening. Uh, sorry to interrupt that little NBA rant, but an awesome pass to Mbappe up front. Centers it, tapped to, I think it's uh, Griezmann and Antoine Griezmann. I'm sure I'm butchering his name. Uh, number 17, he's good. If you guys play, I- I've started to play a lot of FIFA, FYI, thanks to all this Euro. Um, like during halftime, I'll quickly fire up FIFA 2020 and play a game. Um, just a really nice uh, run of play there from uh, France to tie it up against Hungary. They should win. Um, anyways, getting back to Kevin Durant and the Nets. I didn't think he would be able to duplicate it, and Durant shot 16 free throws in Game 5. Do you know how many shot in Game 6? Two. He was not attacking. He had 10 assists in Game 5. How many in Game 6? Three. Tired guy. You can't do that back-to-back with no help. Yeah, so that's number one. Could Durant do it again? I didn't think so. And then number two, Jeff Green hit seven three-pointers in Game 5. Uncle Jeff Green. Was he going to duplicate that? Of course not. Of course not. So, I, I don't, I mean, can they do that in game seven? We know role players tend to do well on the road. Uh, I'm sorry, role players tend to do well in the playoffs at home. Role players struggle on the road. Jeff Green, role player, struggled on the road. Maybe he goes back to Barclays and goes goes bananas and, and drops, drops 25 again. Or Mike James. Or uh, Joe Harris comes off a milk carton. My gosh, where, what the hell happened to Joe Harris? He has been awful in this series, um, especially since Kyrie went down. Like, you know, Joe Harris proved that he is an awesome— If he's your fourth best player, Joe Harris, the Olympian, former sniper from UVA, if he's your fourth best player, you're the best team in the league. If he's your third best player, you're really, really good and a title contender. But if Joe Harris is forced to be your second best player— you're going to have problems. And that's what he's been forced into because of the Kyrie injury. Um, James Harden obviously has returned, but he's basically reduced to being a traffic cone on defense in games five and six. Um, he did play heavy minutes, but again, like, can you expect James Harden to pump in 25? He did look better in game six than five. Um, that being said, I'm leaning to the Bucks tonight, folks. And before we get to our guest here, um, my man, Nui Scruggs, who we'll talk about the Dallas Mavericks. But I just want to point out that the Nets are at home. They have the better superstar. Uh, and in the coach category, when you're checking off coaches, I don't know how good Nash is, 
But I do know Budenholzer is not good in the playoffs and is very bad at making adjustments. Um, so all the everything lines up for the Nets, and even the point spread opened at Bucks favored by one and a half. Yes, the market respects the Bucks, thinks they're the better team. However, all the money has come in on the Nets, who are now one one and a half point favorites. You know, uh, Saturday morning. So. I, you know, this is a tough one. I, I don't know if there's a real definite side here. I think most people will just lean on, I'm going to back Kevin Durant, and I'm seeing a two pop up in the desert. So we're talking about a three-and-a-half-point line move. I, I, I don't think I can ride. I, I mean, it's tough, really tough to put your after-tax dollars on the Milwaukee Bucks and Budenholzer, but uh, I, I think they're the side here. All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, my man Nui Scruggs is coming in to talk about all the dysfunction in Dallas. But first, here's Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending in sports. Good morning, Jason. Yes, Dallas putting the fun in dysfunction this week in the NBA. Speaking of teams that are still playing on Friday night in Game 6 of the Western Conference semifinals, the Los Angeles Clippers rallied from a 25-point third-quarter deficit to defeat the Utah Jazz 131-119 to and take the series in six by a career-high 39 from Terrence Mann. Earlier Friday night in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference semifinals, the Philadelphia 76ers won at Atlanta 104-99 to to tie the series at three wins apiece behind six three-pointers from Seth Curry, Game 7 on Sunday at Philadelphia. In Game 3 of the Stanley Cup semifinals on Friday night, the Montreal Canadiens and Vegas Golden Knights were tied at two at overtime when Josh Anderson of the Canadiens broke through. Chris Cuthbert, the call on Sportsnet. Montreal leads the series two games to one. Finally in golf after two rounds of the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, American Russell Henley and Englishman Richard Bland share the lead at five under par overall. And sharing the lead after two rounds of the U.S. Open has caused the previously unknown Bland's popularity to skyrocket. He began yesterday with just 12,000 Twitter followers. He is now up to a whopping 12,704 Twitter followers. Jason, back to you. Wait, wait, wait. What's the guy's name? I've never heard of this golfer. Richard Bland, 48 years old from England. Had you ever heard of him before this weekend? Jason, I am I'm being honest. Come a on. sports expert. I am a veritable walking sports encyclopedia. I have known about the legend that is Richard Bland ever since... 11.40 a.m. Pacific time <laughs> yesterday. Nicely set up there, Isaac. Yeah, I'd never heard of this guy. And then I saw on the like the screen, Bland tops leaderboard. I was like, wait, they're using Bland as what, a descriptor for the top of the leaderboard? Actually, they were, as it turned out. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was very strange. Uh, thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. France is pouring it on hungry. Uh, I'm sure you guys are watching the Euros. I'm just, uh, even if you're not into soccer, soccer's very, it's just good to have it back. Um, England and Scotland played to a pretty fun 0-0 tie yesterday. Um, And again, I can't stress enough how exciting soccer can be. If you guys watched that USA-Mexico game recently, where Mexico took a 1-0 lead, 2-1 lead, and the U.S. won on a PK and um, uh, golden goal, it it was just incredible energy. And like, look at the stadium for Hungary, France. It's packed. And I will almost, I I wish I would have been able to live bet this when Hungary went up one nothing, I should have automatically bet France to come back and, and win. 
Um, they got eight, 18 minutes to score the game winner. But uh, back here on Fox Sports Radio, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. It's funny. Ryan and I sometimes will talk about topics leading in. Usually, you know, we'll start batting around some text messages. And because I did Doug, uh, the Dan Patrick show with Doug Gottlieb yesterday, we're like, oh, is there any football topics? And, of course, we did one Aaron Rodgers topic. But, I mean, it's so weird. The NFL's been ultra quiet here in the last, I don't know, couple weeks. There's been really no movement on Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers. And, frankly, the NBA playoffs have been exciting, despite losing LeBron, all these stars getting injured. Like, I don't know. I'm very curious, Ryan, if you can find any NBA ratings for the games the last, uh, I don't know, last few days. I've seen no talk about NBA ratings down or up, just no talk at all. Uh, does that mean nobody's looking? Does that mean they're withholding the information? I thought things would, interest would fall off a cliff, but, folks, uh, I saw a stat where this week alone there have been three comebacks where teams were down 18 or more points and and uh, a, a team won. I, I think three oh, – no, I'm sorry, there were now four if you include the Clippers from last night. The Hawks had two of them against the Sixers. And then, of course, I think the um, New Brooklyn Nets were down 18 at one point against um, the, the Bucks in game five. And – uh, the NBA just, the three-pointer has made things so crazy. You know, Utah went up 25, and it, I mean, you couldn't really say this is over because of the threes. And, you know, you got to feel for Donovan Mitchell and, and Utah. Like, some of these NBA teams, man, like the Utah Jazz, they were set up. They were really, everything was lined up perfectly for the Jazz. And now they're going home, and you've got to really reassess some things. It, they kind of remind me of the Dallas Mavericks with Dirk. After I'll say the Dirk team after they went to the finals and lost to Dwayne Wade because they they were they won like 67 games, they would win 55, 51. They were like an awesome team in the regular season, and then the playoffs they'd fold. So what'd they do? They went out and got a couple veterans. They went out and got them Jason Terry. They went out and got Jason Kidd, who I think was like 36. They went out and got Tyson Chandler. Guys who had been through a lot of battles, and you look at that jazz team and you're like, all right, Jordan Clarkson scored like 21 points in the second quarter. I don't think he scored outside of it. And you go to the bench and you're like, Joe Ingles. And then, you know, Bojan Bogdanovic. I joke that he's the Serbian plumber because um, nobody knows who he is. And Derek Favors. You can't. You need some veterans to really help with leadership because as good as Donovan Mitchell is, he can't carry the Jazz. He, he can't. I mean, he could carry them 57 wins in the best in the regular season. But in the playoffs, you know, the the saying that goes, goes around the NBA is the regular season highlights your strengths and the postseason exposes your weaknesses. And without question, the Utah Jazz weakness in the postseason. I mean, they got lit up in the last two games by the, by the Clippers, who didn't have Kawhi Leonard. It's like Morris is reigning threes. Batum is doing everything. Terrence Mann, Reggie Jackson, like, how do you lose to those guys? And everybody's asking me, Jay, are the Clippers going to the NBA Finals? Why the hell not? I mean, there's six teams left, and I think you can make a strong case. All of them are could go to the Finals. Uh, now, 
Uh, the Atlanta Hawks are maybe the exception, but the six teams left. Milwaukee? I mean, they got a two-time MVP. I just told you I think they're probably going to win tonight. Sure. Why couldn't, why couldn't they go to the finals and win the title? Brooklyn. Probably had the best player left in the, in the NBA playoffs in Kevin Durant. Is Kyrie coming back? Is Harden going to get the full strength? Yeah, of course, the Nets. The Nets were favored practically the entire year. The Philadelphia 76ers, top seed in the East. Could argue they have the second best player left in the playoffs in Joel Embiid. Uh, we'll talk about Ben Simmons shortly. Um, but yeah, why can't the Sixers win the title? Atlanta Hawks. Folks, I don't know if you've been watching. I was trying to break out my jump to conclusions, Matt, and compare Trey Young's postseason. This is his first playoffs to what Derrick Rose did when he was a young 20-year-old against the uh, Celtics. You guys can go look up the numbers. Rose was amazing. Luka Doncic last year was amazing. I'm not kidding. Trey Young has been friggin' amazing in this series. He's been so good. And, you know, Bogdanovich is hurt. He didn't play in the fourth quarter. You know, when you got to trot out Solomon Hill for some key bench minutes— um, you know, things could get a little dicey there, but the Atlanta Hawks can definitely win the title. I mean, we don't know what's up with Joel Embiid. He's hurt all the time. Hawks can certainly advance. And I mentioned the injury issues with the, with the Brooklyn Nets. And then you look at the Clippers. Why can't they win the title without Kawhi? Tell me. If Chris Paul with COVID misses the first game or two or three, I know Ty Lue loves to fall down 0-2, but Paul George is still a top 15 player in the league. They look like a different team that isn't like, hey, guys, it's the fourth quarter. Kawhi, can you can you do something? Can you just take the ball at the top of the key and try to make a play happen? Let's actually drive and kick. Now, I, I think Phoenix is a really tough matchup for the Clippers. I'll get into why later. And then the Suns, who, if Chris Paul can not be affected by COVID, I think they've got the healthiest team and the best team. That's a big if on Chris Paul, though, who's always hurt in the playoffs. So you can make a case for all six teams to come out and win the title. Um, and, and to me, that's kind of exciting. It, again, I don't know if it's like, hey, you've got to watch the first half exciting. <laughs> no disrespect to uh, any of the teams involved, but like, it's tough to plan your Saturday night around Bucks nets when neither of these teams has really built up the, the juice and the credibility uh, on a Saturday night in June, you know, to, to really chew up a lot of your time. Now, Kevin Durant has, but... Have the rest of the Nets? I mean, the Bucks haven't done jack squat, guys. They, they're they a regular season paper tiger, kind of like Utah. I, I know Giannis has two MVPs, but, you know, I don't think it's too hot of a take, Ryan, to say, you know, the Bucks actually look a little better when they play through Middleton and have Giannis off the ball screening and cutting because Middleton could actually, you know, make an elbow jumper and he's a threat to make a shot, whereas Giannis is like, you throw it up and you're like, please, please, please go in. So... I think there's a decent case here that we could see absolute chaos in both Game 7s. Would it surprise me if the Bucks and the Hawks won? A little bit. I, I think the Bucks. I would bet them to win. I don't know if I will bet them, but I would bet them. Um, I, Hawks now are seven-point underdogs. Maybe, maybe somebody knows something about Bogdanovich. But uh, Game 7s in the NBA is fun. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we will talk about a trade that went down. Very surprising. Don't you love it in the NBA where everybody says, well, that guy's, that guy's contract's untradeable. You can't move him. And then like two weeks later, he's gone. That just happened. We'll talk about that next year on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, 
that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real Steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. First hour just flying by. NBA makes it really easy with all the storylines. So when the Celtics were ousted by the Brooklyn Nets, All the stories came out. Oh, Kemba Walker is unhappy. They tried to trade him, and he's really ticked off. Kemba's probably not coming back. They're going to have to trade him. But how can they trade him? He's got an untradeable contract. The Celtics owe him something like $73 million. 
over the next two years. Who, who's going to take it on that? Well, Kemba Walker got traded yesterday. That's how the NBA works. No contract is untradeable, guys. He was sent to Siberia by Brad Stevens. It's interesting because, you know, Brad Stevens apparently had a good relationship with Kemba Walker, and the first chance he had to trade him, they unload him to Siberia. He's going to OKC in exchange for another bad contract, the Al Horford deal. And Al Horford, of course, had a good run with the Celtics, then chased paper when he left. And you can't really blame him, right? Can't blame Al Horford. He's trying to look out for his family and his kids and his grandkids and his great-grandkids because, yes, he now has generational wealth. Al Horford does. And I just... I'm not done with this Celtics team. I don't think Brad Stevens is done wheeling and dealing. And I keep saying Brad Stevens because he's taken over for Danny Ainge in the front office. And if you're Kemba Walker, it's, uh, you know, the injuries have crippled you. But all of a sudden, your backcourt in OKC, where remember, they cannot attract free agents, is Kemba Walker and uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. That's a pretty awesome one-two punch, folks. Now, what else do they have? That's <laughs> that's another question. The answer, the OKC Thunder now have 18 first-round picks in the next seven years. 18! They have three this year. Their own, another one that could end up being top five. And then Boston's in this Kemba deal, which I believe is 16. And, you know, this really dives into, and we're not going to go super deep here, shallow dive, but this is how the small market teams are going to look from now on. We draft stars. We're basically a farm system unless we can build around them. They leave and we collect as many draft picks as possible. Like, that's got to be the model. And OKC's done a reasonably good job of that. But... I think the reality is it's not really fun if you're an OKC fan to essentially be a triple-A ball club to the majors. However, this does happen in Major League Baseball. The small market teams have really awesome players that they draft, and then they end up leaving. Now, we've seen Mike Trout stay in Anaheim. Not that Anaheim's that small of a market. It mostly applies to like the Tampa Bay Rays and the Miami Marlins. And those teams that do not want to spend, they just want to, you know, the billionaires get a little greedy and say, oh, yeah, we would love to, we love the revenue sharing. We'll pocket a lot of money, not spend a lot, and we're very profitable. In the NBA, it's like, it's just not as, I don't think it makes as much sense for the fans because, like, if Charlotte's going to pump up LaMelo Ball for the next four years and then he's just going to bail... And go to, what, the Knicks? Like, Charlotte's going to be like, what are we doing here? This stinks. Nobody wants to stay here. And, folks, I'm just telling you right now, Zion Williamson is the next guy to watch. Small market New Orleans. Drafted there. His family reportedly said he's unhappy. They, They want some changes. They already changed the coach, Stan Van Gundy. And, you know, we'll do a little bit more on Zion later and these young stars. But, I mean... If you're an OKC fan, you've just got to hope that Kemba can be healthy. Because when he's healthy, he's really good. He's still a top 15 point guard when he's healthy. The problem is, 
you know, this year he hasn't, wasn't healthy at all, and they got crushed in the first round. But last year he was healthy, bubble year, and they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think Al Horford's a huge difference maker for them. Um, he's, you know, him and Tristan Thompson will split minutes up front. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I, I, I'm on the side of, you know, Kemba Walker is basically going to be irrelevant in the NBA now because he's in OKC and they're never on TV and they have way too many young guys. Like, what do you do with the kid Theo Maladon you drafted out of France? I probably just butchered his last name, but like, you know, if you're OKC, you basically got to pump up your young guys and then trade them because nobody wants to stay. They had Kevin Durant for, I think, eight years. I think it was maybe nine if you include the year in Seattle. And then he left. And I don't know if they have a playoff series win since. I I would venture to say no. Um, I think Boston will be able to bounce back. But the big lesson here is every contract is tradable. When people tell me Ben Simmons makes too much money and who's taking that on, trust me, Ben Simmons is going to get a really, really good upgrade um, around him. I, I mean, I, I know the Sixers are very good. They were the number one seed, but he it's very clear uh, he's not the guy in Philly. I'm taking a rare L here, folks. Uh, as we all know, I'm 100% accurate on all my predictions on everything. I, I swing at everything. I never miss. And I have a rare miss on Ben Simmons. I was wrong. I really thought you could build around him over Embiid and... Simmons' weaknesses are really on display here against the Hawks. Cannot make a free throw. Can't be on the floor late because they're just going to foul him. And I, 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 I led you wrong the, down the wrong path on Ben Simmons. Now, I'm not bailing on him as an NBA player, but in Philadelphia, it's over. Win or lose game seven, I don't know how you bring back Ben Simmons next year. I just, I, I don't. The, do, what, you don't think the Nets are going to hack a foul him next round or the Bucks? That's coming. He has no confidence at the foul line. Coming up next, second hour, we got Nui Scruggs joining us to talk about dysfunction in Dallas. Luca, what the hell is going on there? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hour number two here on Fox Sports Radio, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Ah, it's late June in the NBA playoffs. As a bonus, we have Euro 2020. How about that Hungary-France tie? This is fascinating. I was just texting a soccer buddy. Germany, Portugal, and France are in the same group. One of those three will not advance. Germany's facing must-win against uh, Portugal later on. Uh, I love soccer. It's the summer of soccer, baby. Your boy's playing soccer, watching a lot. Gold Cup coming up. Copa America, but first, ah, yes, the association. I know you guys have been loving these NBA playoffs. Even though LeBron's out, even though Kyrie's hurt, even though Curry did not get out of the play-in game, we've had some really good games. But what's so good is this week we've had drama all over the league. And the overriding theme is keep your young stars happy. Bend over backwards, do whatever you can to keep the young guys happy. We saw earlier this season Trey Young's coach got fired because him and Lloyd Pierce didn't see eye to eye. Now the Hawks are in Game 7 to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. We saw this week Zion Williamson's head coach, Stan Van Gundy, who was in place for nine months. I, 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 I mean, nine months, that's all Stan Van Gundy could last, and he gone. And then the big one in Dallas. 
just a huge detonation this week. The GM, peace. Rick Carlisle, I'm out. And what do we have in Dallas? Nothing bigger than drama. It's like the Cowboys have drama, and now the Mavs have drama. So to sort out some of this Dallas Mavericks chaos, all surrounding Luka and a shadowy GM who's a former gambler and, you know, mouthy Mark Cuban. Let's bring in my main man, Nui Scruggs. Nui, how are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm excellent. I, I can't get enough of this Dallas drama. I want to start here. Do, who does Luca miss more, the GM or the head coach? Look, the GM deal is so overblown. Okay, I mean, Donnie is a, you know, Donnie's a guy who's always scouted European players, coached over there. Um, you know, he's known about Luca for a long time. Of course, as he got to, you know, follow the guy, he knew him. But Donnie knows a lot of people, so Luca says, "Hey, I'm going to miss Donnie. I like Donnie, but there's, you know, there's no." player that's going to say, hey, man, I don't want your $200 million because you let go of Donnie Nelson. Uh, that's not happening here. Tell me the NBA player who decides to oh, trade me because the GM is gone. I mean, Magic left the Lakers. You didn't see LeBron leave. So this whole, <laughs> oh, my gosh, uh, Donnie's gone. Luca's upset. Stop it. I mean, no. Donnie is a great I love Donnie personally. Great friend to me. Oh, wow. But this is not, this is not going to all of a sudden make Luca want to leave the Dallas Mavericks because Donnie Nelson's not the general manager. Right. Now, what about the situation with Rick Carlisle? Carlisle, a bit old school. He was one of those guys who was on the Boston Celtics in the 80s with Bird and McHale and Parrish. And he's a bit ornery and can be prickly. We know he got into it with Dennis Smith back in the day. And Smith was shimped out of town quickly. But he's 61, and Luca won this, this one easily. Rick? Can, Rick can get on a lot of people's nerves. You know, Jason Kidd had his issues with Rick until finally the guys had to go to Rick and say, you know what, you need to let Jason Kidd run this team. So, you know, a player who's had some, you know, moments with Carlisle, that's not new. Luca didn't like Rick Carlisle. Um, I had put on Twitter a while back and I said, hey, look, if I'm Boston uh, and I'm the Mavericks, I asked Boston, you know, hey, give me his draft pick and take my coach. Uh, because... <laughs> Because at the end of the day, I believe in the old Jerry Buss philosophy. And to me, Jerry Buss did it great. When Paul Westhead got too big for his britches and wanted to run, change things differently with the way the Lakers were playing, Magic Johnson said, I want out. And you know what? Buss fired the coach because Magic needed to be satisfied because yeah. Magic is the show. Magic was what people came to see. And later on, when Kobe Bryant didn't want to be with Phil Jackson anymore, Jerry Buss allowed Phil Jackson to go. The stars are the show. Luka Doncic needs to have the coach that he wants. So Jamal Mosley will most likely be the guy. Interesting. So the saying, happy wife, happy life, does that also apply to the NBA? Happy star, happy life? I mean, it doesn't rhyme, but you know what I'm saying, Nui. Look, Luka Doncic is one of the must-see TV play, players out there. You know, the guys on TV, people are watching, and they're not just watching in Dallas. They're watching across the league. So why wouldn't you do everything you could to make sure that the player who's making you a lot of money is in a position to where, you know, people want to you know, watch your team? He's got the number two selling jersey on NBAShop.com. You're damn right you're going to go out here and make sure this guy's happy. 
you're going to make sure that the guy's playing the kind of style in the basketball he wants to play. That just makes sense today. Because if you had to trade Luka Doncic, you could not get equal value for the player today. Yeah, I, I've said for the last couple, for the last month, that he's the best player in the NBA. The first guy I'm starting my team around above Kevin Durant and everybody else. So, Nui, let me ask, what is next here? Mark Cuban is one of these uh, young money billionaire owners who, you know, he's sitting at every game. He's way into it. And, you know, he likes to have control. And is he going to have to cede control if he wants to get like a name brand um, established, you know, basketball operations guy? Because all these rumors about from The Athletic about the shadow GM and Bob Volgaris, the gambler who has never been with an NBA team and now he wields all the power in Dallas. Um, like what is Cuban going to have to do to bring in a guy with some clout? Um, is he going to have to boot, move on from Bob Volgaris? We'll see with the Bob Volgaris deal, and I've told people before, you know, just because he doesn't have a contract doesn't mean he can't be a senior advisor or a confidant that Mark Cuban leans on. I mean, just look at what James Dolan did through the years with Isaiah Thomas. So um, I don't think Bob Volgaris is just going to automatically vanish. So I don't, I don't look at it that way. When you say Mark is young, Mark is 61 years old. So this is not a young man anymore. Well, no, I meant, uh, sorry, sorry. This... He made his money when he was relatively young, right? I mean, he's Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's been in this league 21 years now. And after 21 years, you've got to understand people are who they are. Mark is in his own way like a Jerry Jones. He's going to have his hand involved in this. So Masai Ujiri, in my opinion, is not a guy who would fit for the Dallas Mavericks because Masai Ujiri is used to being able to do the things that he wants to do. And management says, okay, great, Masai. That's not how it works here. Mark Cuban gets involved in deals. Donnie Nelson wanted to draft Giannis. Mark Cuban said, no, we need to save money and trade down so we can try to lure uh, Dwight Howard here. So he's going to be a part of deals. He's going to be a part of everything. That's just how it is. So to me, what makes the most sense, you move up Michael Finley, who Mark Cuban likes. Michael Finley's been around here. He's worked under Donnie Nelson. He's mm. played here. He knows what's going on. Then you, uh, bring, uh, you bring Jamal Mosley as your, as your new coach. Jamal Mosley also has a lot of credibility with players around this league, and Luka Doncic likes him. Jason, one of the biggest problems between Mark Cuban, Donnie Nelson, and Rick Carlisle the past 12 years they couldn't lure any big-name big free agent, okay? Guys didn't want to come here. They have an issue, and I'm telling you right now, underneath the surface here, they have an issue luring African-American players to come play here in free agency. They just don't do it. So something needs to change. Well, I'm curious because when you sent me that DM about they haven't lured a big-name free agent, I started looking into it. And, you know, they haven't won a playoff series in a decade, which is kind of shocking. But it was kind of the late-end Dirk and then the bridge to uh, Luca, And, you know, I, I did look into the free agents they whiffed on. And listen, it, maybe it's tough to land free agents in Dallas. But the one guy that they that really set them back was the Chandler Parsons deal, right? That Mark Cuban pushed for because that's his guy. They were buddies. They were hanging out. And Parsons just, that was a colossal bust. Is that on Cuban or is that on Donnie? That's Cuban. Don't put any of that on Donnie. That was Cuban who bought into Chandler Parsons. But what's worse and what... You know, the underlying thing was the way Chandler Parsons was in the locker room. The Chandler Parsons turned guys off because he was you know, out drinking with Mark and talking about how he basically was trying to basically call himself like an assistant GM. And then he was the one who told Cuban, hey, man, we're going to go get DeAndre Jordan here. You know, bet on it. And he was talking to DeAndre Jordan. He's going to bring him here. And while they were pursued DeAndre Jordan, they had let Tyson Chandler go for a second time. And Mark had basically told Tyson Chandler, hey, we're not going to let you go again. That was the impression that Tyson had when I had conversations with him. And that didn't look good. 
And of course, we all saw how the you know the Clippers came and all rallied around DeAndre Jordan, and and they looked foolish. Um, Mark Cuban, for all the stuff we see on Shark Tank and and all the things he's trying to do that are positive for the Dallas Mavericks and the fans, his that is not translated when it comes to luring big time free agents. Yeah. he couldn't get Dwight Howard, couldn't get Carmelo Anthony. He's never been. He couldn't even get Kimball Walker, who went to Boston. Um, mm. You know, so and, and Kimball Walker's cousin works for the team. Works for the Mavericks, so wow. uh, they, they've got to figure out a way. That's why I say maybe Mosley and Finley can help change the dynamic. They've had 10 years of Donnie Nelson and Rick Carlisle. I think it is time to move forward. You thank both men for the championship and what they've done, but I, I do believe they need a new direction, so I'm not in this panic mode that so many people are about, oh, my gosh, what has happened here? Um, what's happened here is when you don't win. When you don't win, there are repercussions, and you can't just go 10, 11 years without winning anything and say everything is all good. But at the same time, Nui, could you say, hey, you know, last year they were early, ahead of schedule, they lost to a Clippers team that was the favorites to win the title. Then this year, I know they went up 2-0, but they lost to a Clippers team that had maybe the best two-way player in the league in Kawhi Leonard, and they were favored to win the series. Like, could you say maybe it was irrational or this is just smart to get out of the way early? Because I think, Nui, we both agree, if they had played almost anyone else in the West, they'd probably win that series. Look. I can go back to 2006. You know, you're up two two games to none, and in game three, you got a 13 point lead with with uh, six minutes to go. And next thing you know, you lose game three, and you lose the like, lose the next three games, you lose the NBA championship. I mean, this is sports. This is what happens. There's a lot of what ifs. And when you lose, you know, things change. Lives change. I watched the Texas Rangers go from one out, one strike away from winning the World Series in 2011 and losing it. And you know what? Things all changed. Ron Washington later on gets fired. Josh Hamilton goes and he signs a deal uh, with the Angels. I mean, these things don't happen if you win a championship. So this is a part of it. It's always yeah. this way throughout sports, Jason. When you lose, there are repercussions. If the Bucks lose this series, you know, they're probably looking for a new head coach. If they win, they're probably going to keep Bud and he'll be back next year. This is what happens, man. Let me finally ask you about uh, this, this Dallas offseason. Everybody was so impressed with Tim Hardaway. He was great against the Clippers. But let's be realistic. If you look at his history, this was a bit of an outlier. He was incredible. Is this a good opportunity to sell high on Tim Hardaway if you can? And what do you do with Porzingis? Because if you unload him now, you're selling low, which is less than ideal, but you, he really doesn't seem to fit with Luka. Tim's a free agent, so we'll see. Um, tell me you know, tell me who's your general manager and who's your head coach. And, and so those will start to dictate um, ideas and thoughts. And then also who and what becomes available. As far as Porzingis goes, yes, everybody knows you're, you're out here going to sell hot. I don't you know. This is, this is the beauty of you hitting a reset button here. And what do the new general manager and head coach and Mark Cuban, what do they all feel? To me, I would say this, I would have a conversation with Luka Doncic and I would sit, I'd go to Luka and I'd say, look, I know you don't like this dude, but here's the deal. You need to help make this guy better so he can have a good year so we can move him on. I can help you if you help him, and then we can help ourselves. That's what I would tell Lucas. Huh. All right, he is Nui Scruggs, uh, you know, the voice of Dallas, really, and I do owe him, uh, I think, a steak dinner after the Cowboys gave Dak Prescott the crazy contract that they did. You can find Nui Scruggs on Dallas-Fort Worth NBC. Nui, good talking to you, and uh, enjoy the summer, buddy. I will be in L.A. next month for Cowboys camp. Next so we'll month. Get that All right. I w- can you get me to Cowboys camp? Can I get some access there? You talk. You, you give, give me give me a shot, and I'll, and I'll hook you. I'm in, baby. All right, Nui Scruggs, just get me to Cowboys camp where I'll buy him dinner. All right, Nui, thanks a lot.
All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, it's time for fake Ben Simmons trades. Um, you know, I, I was going to hold off on this because the Sixers did win last night, but then I watched as Ben Simmons had, I think, four points in the game, maybe six. Oh, no, he had six. He had two free throws, uh, two out of four from the line when they were hacking him, and he basically was off the floor late in the game once again. He's now gone three straight games without a basket in the fourth quarter. He makes $30 million. Where are we going to trade Ben Simmons in the NBA this offseason? That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. 
Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Good stuff from Nui Scruggs. I, I don't think it's as easy as, hey, we're Dallas. We're attractive to free agents. I do think people will want to play with Luka. Obviously, Texas is one of those very uh, bonus tax uh, states where um, there's no no income taxes. It's similar to Florida. Very nice uh, in Texas. It's a little bit hot. <laughs> uh, I know Iowa Sam is our uh, Midwest correspondent, but um, have you seen the drought news, Iowa Sam? Out west? Holy hell. Well, we're also fa- just facing a drought through a lot of the country. It's just been yeah. drier than normal, and yeah, the drought— in Colorado and uh, in Utah is really bad. In California, it's we were out of the drought and now we're uh, back in. Back in, yeah. I know you, you just said you flew to Iowa. I was going to yes. ask how how the flying experience was. You said it was pretty good, huh? Yeah, it was good. It, I mean, r- honestly, the only difference is that you just have to wear a mask. And those of us that uh, did that for the last year, it, it shouldn't be any difficult, or it shouldn't be very difficult to you know get on a plane and wear a mask for a few hours. Yeah. Well, that being said, I missed the show last weekend because I my mom had a surprise seventieth birthday. That I fam- saw that. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. The family threw it for her, so I had to fly down, um, and it was my first time on a flight. Uh, I did a red eye there. And, Where were you going? Uh, Florida. Okay, so California yeah. to Florida is a bit of a hike. Yes, it is. And I don't mind admitting this. Um, I paid a little extra to fly first class because I was worried about flying. And, you know, I'm not going to complain about having to wear the mask the whole time. But, man, it's hot as hell wearing a mask for five hours. And I did not find it to be pleasant. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is is, is some, some of these flights are, like, just hot. And yeah. So they get you going and up in the air and, and, and the air cools a little bit. Yeah, but. and I'm one of these guys who likes to – I can't wear, like, shorts and short sleeves on a flight. It's just not comfortable sitting in those seats. Your legs get sticky. So I wear, like, sweats and a hoodie, and I was hot as hell. Now, I did fall asleep, obviously. I took, like, a sleep aid and fell asleep the entire time there. Coming back. Similar situation. Fell asleep for three hours, then woke up for the final, like, 45 minutes. But again, if you're flying first class, it ain't the end of the world. They did not serve alcohol on our flights. Now, if you were in first class, you could get alcohol. But the rest of the flight could not, which I was surprised by. Uh, I, I'm not a drinker on the flight, you know? Like, I'd rather just fall asleep. Um, but we have another flight coming up, and, like, I, I just— it's I didn't think it was a great experience. But, Iowa Sam, have you heard anything now that, like— Everything's lifted, grocery store, Costco, you don't have to wear a mask. Do you still have to on flights? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, or as far as I know, yes, probably because you're in this confined space. But uh, I think that that's a rule of, you know, the aviation industry by and large or maybe individual airlines. Yeah. Uh, it, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to have to continue to wear a mask for a while uh, on planes. I, I just get the vibe that every single person I know is vaccinated. Is similar for you or no? Do I get the vibe that every single person on my flight is vaccinated? No, no, not or? the flight. Every single person you know. Oh, uh, almost, yeah. Nearly. <laughs> any any holdouts? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, that's just the debate going on in this country, which is uh, that's why we live in a democracy. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I, overall, good to get back on a flight. Uh, I will just say this. Uh, being in Florida, and I was only there for 24 hours, very different rules <laughs> on on the masking, which is kind of nice, you yeah. know? I, I, I don't mind it. Same experience um, in Iowa and Missouri where I was. Uh, it was strange going into a grocery store with no mask on. and 
Yeah, I will just say I know some single people right now, and they are very excited to be back out of bars, uh, back on the bar scene. And, uh, you know, good luck to you guys. Um, it, I'm sure a lot of people were cooped up for a while and now are ready to uh, unleash the beast, as they say, and uh, go have some fun. So, you know, to everybody going out to watch Game 7 tonight, I'm sure Milwaukee's going to be jumping. Uh, I'm sure Brooklyn will be decent. I don't know. Do do the Nets have Brooklyn yet, or is Brooklyn feels like it's probably still a heavy New York Knicks fan, right? Like I, Brooklyn doesn't have enough cachet. They haven't been around long enough. Um, Kevin Durant, kind of a a hired gun, but uh, Game Seven tonight should be fun. I again, I'm still leaning toward uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. They're now getting two. And I see a two and a half in the market. Uh, are we going to see three by game time? It feels like everybody and their mom is on the nets. Well, how can you not bet on Kevin Durant in game seven? And I get that. I just think when you look at the last eight quarters, again, Kyrie went down in the middle of game four. So game four is a wash. But look at the last eight quarters. No Kyrie. James Harden, not 100% or even close. I score it as five for the Bucks. One and a half for the Nets. And then the other one was a push. So, guys, I'm just telling you right now, the Milwaukee Bucks have been the better side in the last two games. They could not withstand the final quarter and a half push from Kevin Durant when he just took over the game. I don't know if he can do that again. It's just a really tall order to ask KG, KD, hey, man, you're coming off an Achilles. You had one of the great all-time performances in game five. Can you do it again in game six? I mean, he was tired. He attempted two free throws. After 16 in game five, the dude was not attacking. And I don't know. I'm not blaming Kevin Durant. I don't think it's even possible for someone to do that again. Um, Prime LeBron, sure. Prime Kevin Durant, maybe. Prime Steph Curry, maybe. But the, you know, the Achilles injury, Joe Harris making absolutely nothing. I, I, I don't know, guys. I don't feel optimistic for the Nets. Uh, I feel a little more optimistic. Uh, For the Sixers, they are six-and-a-half-point favors to seven. I already have bet the Sixers in Game 7. It feels to me like Clippers-Mavs, sort of, where the Mavs had their chance in Game 6. They blew it, and the Clippers rolled in Game 7. So coming up next, we will will go to uh, another NBA team. We just did the Mavs, a team that's kind of going through a rebuild with a young star. And the next one is the New Orleans Pelicans. But first, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing. Because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. So coming up next, we will talk to Jeff Duncan in New Orleans. The Zion Williamson experience has been not very good from a winning standpoint. No playoff appearances, but... Zion has been incredible. Now they've fired the coach, Stan Van Gundy, and the clock is ticking for David Griffin. Do you trust him to deliver players to get Zion back to the playoffs and stay in New Orleans? Will he sign his rookie extension? Should he? We've never seen a rookie pass on the qualifying offer, and I wonder if Zion's going to be the first. My comparison is, is Zion ready to be the villain? Being the villain and taking a contrarian mindset has unbelievable returns. That's where you can get your biggest return. LeBron did it going to the Heat. Kevin Durant did it going to the Warriors. LeBron instantly became public enemy number one. 
and you could say the largest athlete in the United States. Kevin Durant, same deal happened when he went to Golden State. He becomes a champion, two finals MVPs, and now he's in Brooklyn. And Kevin Durant is probably on his way to being an NBA owner someday. He's made a lot of money inside and outside of basketball, and a lot of people say he's a ring chaser. But that's where the returns are, when you go contrarian to what everybody says. And I think the move is Zion to leave. Not a lot of people agree with me, so we'll talk to Jeff Duncan coming up next. But first, there's Isaac Lowenkron with What's Trending. Jason, the ultimate destination for Zion Williamson, playoff success. And that's what happened last night as the Los Angeles Clippers rallied from a 25-point third-quarter deficit to defeat the Utah Jazz 131-119 to to take the series in six by a career-high 39 from Terrence Mann. Earlier Friday night in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals, the Philadelphia 76ers won at Atlanta 104-99, forcing a Game 7 on Sunday at Philadelphia. Coming up tonight at 8.30 Eastern, Game 7 of the other Eastern Conference Semifinals as the Brooklyn Nets play host to the Milwaukee Bucks. In Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Semifinals on Friday night, the Montreal Canadiens and Vegas Golden Knights were tied at two in overtime with Montreal on the move. Here's Chris Cuthbert on Sportsnet. Anderson knocks it down. Paul Byron. Anderson scores. Game winner. Josh Anderson. So Montreal takes a two games to one lead in the Stanley Cup semifinals. Finally in golf after two rounds of the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. Lead is shared by American Russell Henley and Englishman Richard Bland. At five under par overall, they will tee off round three this afternoon at 435 Eastern. Jason, back to you. Thank you, Isaac. Let's bring in Jeff Duncan of The Athletic. Covers all sports in New Orleans. The Saints have had a good run for him. And now Drew Brees is gone. And the thought was, well, you know, Zion maybe can make this a Pelicans town. Anthony Davis tried, couldn't. It's really an LSU football town, LSU, uh, you know, New Orleans. They love the LSU Tigers, New Orleans Saints. But I think this Zion deal is probably going to be the biggest story over the next year. So, Jeff, I'm going to ask you first, you know, how do you assess the state of the Pelicans heading into a hugely pivotal offseason? Yeah, Jason, I think you, you hit the nail on the head. There, there seems to be a real uh, transition in the New Orleans sports scene right now. Drew Brees and the Saints have dominated the landscape for the last decade and a half. And the emergence of Zion Williamson and really the good fortune that the organization had and him falling into their lap a couple of years ago with the lottery really created an opportunity for the Pelicans organization, I think, to maybe turn things around and start making this more of a basketball town. It's always going to be a Saints town. It's always going to be a football uh, city. But Zion was such a unique uh, phenomenon that I still think there's an opportunity there. But make no mistake, David Griffin, the front office, Dale Benson, the owner of the Pelicans, they've got to get this hire right. They cannot continue to tread water. They've lost so much momentum here the last two years. There's enormous pressure on them to find the leader, find the Sean Payton of the NBA that can take this franchise uh, to the next level. Um, Jeff, let me start. Actually, before the coaching hire, I am curious. Do you think the Pelicans are in better shape today heading into the offseason than they were when they landed Zion? 
The roster, uh, you know, had some good young pieces, but right now they're in a pivotal offseason where they paid Steven Adams. Lonzo, we don't know what they're going to do. Josh Hart, we don't know. A couple young point guards who seem to have promise, but I don't know if they're ready to get you to the playoffs. I'm just curious what you think of this roster right now. Is like, is this an attractive coaching job outside of Zion? We know everybody would love to have him, but the rest of the roster. Yeah, it's a great Great point. I do think they are better in some areas. Maybe not just beyond court assets, right? Uh, but they do have a boatload, a raft of of draft capital that they can parlay along with potentially some of these veterans that really, frankly, became miscast on this roster. The, the roster construction is, is, and David Griffin has admitted it, it, it has not been good. The trade last year of Drew Holiday, they brought in Stephen Adams, and Eric Bledsoe has been a failure. And now they're going to have to start back over and reconstruct this roster around Zion Williamson. He has to be the focal point. I know Brandon Ingram is a great, you know, he's an all-star talent, Twenty going to be 24, uh, but the, the focal point has to be point Zion. There's a lot of work to do, Jason. You make a great point about uh, this roster, but I do think with the tra- draft assets, there's a lot to work with there if you're smart and make some shrewd moves. Yeah, I don't know, Jeff, where people chime in on like what kind of level coach can they get. Like they tried, you know, the Stan Van Gundy. He won to the finals with Orlando. Knows defense. Like that was okay, but I don't know, Jeff. I, I've always been a, a believer in the contrarian mindset gives you the biggest returns. I, I would try to go outside the box, do something that nobody sees coming. Um, we're, we're, what are your thoughts on who they can get? Like, who's a legitimate hire? Who would be a home run for you? Yeah, I think that's a good point, too. I mean, this is going to be a just, I think, fascinating hire because David Griffin, like I said, under so much pressure, can he afford to be bold? Can he afford mm-hmm. to go outside the box knowing that if it fails – like the Van Gundy hire, he's out. And this organization is probably going to move on from him in the front office. They poured a lot of resources into the Pelicans. Gail Benson and Dennis Lausch are the president. They're expecting returns. Uh, I do think there will be an attractive candidate, maybe a younger. Uh, they've got to catch lightning in the bottle, find a younger candidate, an assistant, maybe someone that's well thought of, uh, you know, that – We'll see the opportunity in coaching a generational talent mm-hmm. like Zion Williamson. But they've got to find somebody that connects with Zion, his camp, and the rest of this young roster. It's not just Brandon Ingram. You've also got Jackson Hayes as part of this core, I think. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Kyra Lewis. That young group has to connect with whatever coach they bring in. I think fit is critical in this hire it obviously didn't work with Van Gundy what do you make of uh I, I think Teresa Witherspoon may be uh one of the names linked what do you think of a possible the first female coach in NBA history you think there's any chance of that I know you said bold can be risky because Griffin could be toast but you know when you really look at it like I mean Jeff is Zion sticking around you know I mean <laughs> you know I, I don't know I mean do you do you first of all do you think a woman could be selected as first coach in, in NBA history I don't think there's any doubt that could happen, whether that's Teresa Weatherspoon or Becky Hammond along those lines. I think they're looking with a wide-open lens, Jason, and trying to find a dynamic, up-and-coming coach. I think price is going to be important here. Mm. David Griffin has already had to pay off two coaches 
that aren't being on, on the staff anymore. Van Gundy probably going to cost them close to $10 million. They're wow. still paying off Alvin Gentry. And this organization is fights an uphill battle with the NBA business model as far as local television revenue. I think they're last in the league. They're down around $20, $30 million a year in local TV revenue. And in, in L.A., uh, the Golden State Warriors, we're talking $150 million. You, you just can't make up that difference mm. in New Orleans. So they run a very tight ship here. And you're paying off these coaches. I doubt they're going to be in the market for a pedigree big name coach because of that. Yeah. Do, uh, now I've read a stat that uh, the Pelicans have never gone into the luxury tax. Is that? Do you know if that's true? No, that that's definitely true, oh, and that's geez. part of the problem here. Is <laughs> because they have to run the organization so tight, and and they run it separately. Even though Gail Benson and management oversees both the Saints and Pelicans, they run the business is completely separate. So it's not like they can take advantage of the largesse, the excess from the Saints and pour that into the Pelicans. It's a separate enterprise. And it just has not been a good series here, a sequence, I should say, with the pandemic, with the uh, you know the failed hires here the last couple of years. Uh, it's just been rough for this team financially wow. trying to compete with their big market brethren. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what Gail Benson's net worth. What is she a billion? Is she just an 800 million? Like the, the fact that she's never had them pay the luxury tax. That ain't, that's not a great news. I mean, if you're telling a prospective coach, Hey, yeah, we've never gone to the luxury tax. We don't intend to. Oh, so what's your plan with Alonzo? What are you going to do with Hart? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Jeff, the West is loaded and, if they don't make the playoffs next year, I think it's safe to say Zion probably doesn't sign that rookie extension, right? Uh, yeah, 100%. And I think it's, it's, they've got to make the playoffs next year. I, I think the pieces are there for them just with the normal uh, growth and progress with Zion Williamson. I mean, he had such a remarkable second season. Jason, you got to think about it. I mean, he missed most of his rookie year, so he really has played, in essence, one full NBA season. And the numbers he's putting up are historic. He's the kind of guy that players want to play with. He's he's a you know a self-effacing leader, a servant leader. He's not he doesn't have to dominate the spotlight. Instead, he uses the spotlight to def- to lift up his teammates. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to attract players here that want to play with him and attract a good coach. Uh, and I do think they would go into the luxury tax if they felt like they were close mm. to getting to a championship or something like that. I, I don't. I think the circumstances in the past have not dictated that, so I, I should clarify that. Last question. You know, now that you said that Griffin could be in trouble if he if this hire goes bust, what about something radical? Hey, Portland, uh, we've got a bevy of number one picks in the future. We'll give you two of them and salaries that match. Give us Dame Lillard. Do you, I mean, is that too radical of an attempt? Do you make a move on a Jalen Brown? Do you go for Bradley Beal? Like, again, you don't know how long they'll stay, but – is it worth emptying the chamber to give it a shot? Give Zion a legit number two. I personally don't think Brandon Ingram is a is a great fit alongside Zion, but do you think there's any shot of that? Does Griffin part with all those picks that he loves to cuddle with every night? I'm with you on that. I, I love that idea. I think they need another alpha in there, maybe a little more of a veteran alpha with Zion, but that hasn't been what David Griffin has been preaching. Yeah. He feels strongly about following the small market plan that was, you know, adopted years ago in San Antonio that Sam Presti has followed in Oklahoma City successfully. 
and they feel like they have to get a young core and let it grow. The problem with that is they're in a time crunch now. Yeah. As we said, they don't have time on their hands. They've got to act now. They've got to be successful now. And I think that's the pressure David Griffin in the front office is under. How do they, how do they put this thing together to have immediate sex, success without mortgaging the future for the long, long-term sustained success of the organization? Yeah, I love it. Jeff Duncan, The Athletic. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Jeff Duncan. Uh, I, I love this team-building stuff, Jeff. Thanks for the time this morning, and enjoy your summer. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me on. Take care, buddy. All right. Um, listen, man, this is really exciting. As a, as, as a content maker, as a radio, TV, digital guy, uh, I have a podcast, you guys know. Like, this is awesome. Like, the idea of it's a blank slate, you can do anything. Hey, Portland will give you Steven Adams, two number ones, uh, or, or who, whatever. We'll make the salaries work, and we'll give you two number one picks. Give us Damian Lillard. Or let's put it all together and make a run at Bradley Beal. And just uh, give it a chance. I know there's a small market model that Jeff talked about, and yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. But everybody's operating out of that playbook. Do you think they're all going to make it happen? No. So try something radical. Go outside the box. That's how I've always found my biggest success in life, and I hope somebody does it this offseason. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. Ooh, look at this matchup. Portugal-Germany in Euro 2020. What an afternoon of sports. We got a Game 7 tonight. Uh, maybe I'll hit up I.O. Sam with some random college football questions. We got to keep it locked, everybody. Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real Steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. What is this? A little club music, Iowa Sam? This is a song called Whole Lot of Choppers. Choppas, excuse me. It's a Sada Baby featuring Nicki Minaj. There's definitely a radio version of this song and then the explicit version of this song. Uh, very explicit. I uh, was not aware how explicit Very explicit. Yeah. Okay. Good, uh, good as beat, As opposed though. to just explicit. Good groove. Very explicit. Um, so, uh, you know, Father's Day weekend. I, I, I told the – like, I'm not a big I want a lot of stuff guy for father. Like, I have everything I need. I'm I'm trying to get into this minimalist strategy. Um I have a buddy who, um, you know, he's from the Netherlands and, you know, my daughter's friends with his daughter. And so we went to their house and I was like, oh, my gosh, like basically they had bought a house or they bought a house. Then they tore it down and they built a house and it's super modern. And it's one of these modern houses with like nothing in it. It's like empty and very cool. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like this is what I need. So I'm going to be a minimal. So this week for Father's Day, Ryan. I went in my closet and I threw out like two garbage bags worth of old clothes that I don't wear anymore. I'm like, I got to just start cutting stuff. You know, I got to just start dropping stuff. You got too much stuff. So for Father's Day, I said, give me a little time to just unload stuff. And and I'm taking out old pairs of sneakers. I'm not a hoarder by any stretch, but I also don't like throwing things out. You know, like I'm going through a basket of stuff and I find like a DVD player. Like, does anybody have a DVD player anymore? Like, do those even exist? Do you have one, Iowa Sam? I have access to one. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, it, my girlfriend has one, and, and we did watch a DVD uh, about six months ago, <laughs> and it was it was it was fun. It a was DVD fun. six months ago. What did I get on DVD? I'll, I'll think about it. I mean, everything now is streamed. You know, like you could get anything you want on uh, in on demand on if you have cable. So yeah, uh, quick story here. So I was walking our dog right, and I came across. I came across this garbage bin, and there were all these new DVDs just sitting around on top, and they're in their packaging still. And I took one. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was, but wow, it was like Cinderella Man or some some boxing movie. Okay, it was like a you know movie from like the mid two thousand. Russell Crowe, yeah, yeah, great yeah. movie by the way. But uh, I took it back, 
Uh, I sanitized it. You know, I'm not really. <laughs> this was during the pandemic. So. Okay, okay. And then so we ended up uh, firing up her old DVD player and we watched it. And then, yeah, it was pretty nice. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's funny you say Cinderella, man. I uh, stumbled upon Gladiator the other night, super late. You know, like I, yeah, I try to get That's not a movie bed. you want to start late. No, it's like three no. and a half hours long. And yeah, definitely not. But like you know, you stumble in halfway through, and oh, some of so the battle good. scenes are just like you've got to watch them. Epic. And I started, and this is the problem when you see a movie you haven't seen in a while, and you're like, oh man, this movie's so great. Hey, what the hell happened to Russell Crowe? And it's like you start looking, and Gladiator was like twenty years ago now, maybe fifteen, twenty, and all of a sudden it's like, well, when was the last time Russell Crowe made a good movie? And, you know, these, these actors' shelf lives are so quick. Um, and now I'm way off the Father's Day rant. But at any rate, um, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I would just say, you know, just be happy that you're having another Father's Day, everybody. Um, you know, I think everybody has lost somebody in the last year, whether it was pandemic-related or otherwise. And I don't know. I, I Not to get too grim on a Saturday morning, but sometimes, like, I, you just think about, like, death – and man, I'm happy to be alive. Like death is basically like, you know, it's over. You're done. You know, no more playing soccer. No more complaining about picking your kids up from school or telling them to clean their plate. Um, it's all gone. So uh, just have have fun. Enjoy it. That's why, like, you know, I, I'm starting to have more fun than I've ever really had. I think as an adult, um, just because I'm prioritizing it. And again, I, I've. You know, I came from the East Coast. I spent my entire life in basically the Northeast. Um, and it's just a different mindset over there. It's like you work 9 to 5, you work, and then you can play after 9 to 5, and you can play on the weekends, but you're working. And out here, it's just like, you know what? Have fun, man. And you're also working. You're working your butt off. But you're prioritizing fun and you and in, and 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 – Doing things that are going to make you happy whenever you want. And, you know, you've got good people you work for and hopefully. And, you know, I met with a couple Fox uh, folks this week and things are good. Things are very good. I'm, I'm very excited about my direction at Fox and FS1 and uh, the podcast is doing well. And Like life is good. So I'm going to enjoy it because during football season, you guys know this. It's full tilt. Seven days a week. Hardcore. Gambling. Um, I, I've got a place in the super contest, but at any rate, final hour coming up next year, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hour number three, ladies and gentlemen. High noon on the East Coast. It's me, Jason McIntyre, here on Fox Sports Radio. First two hours flew by, and topping the final hour, we have a great Euro 2020 matchup. Portland, up uh, Portland, <laughs> Portugal, and Germany. I see P O R and red on the TV. That's Portugal Ooh. with Cristiano Ronaldo, who had um, a, a free kick that was a goal in the last game Portugal played in. And now they're facing Germany, which is in must win after losing to France. Um, I didn't look at a line here, but I would assume that Germany's favor. Germany's a very strong squad. Portugal, eh, less so. I don't know how many people are. Uh, by the way, Iowa Sam, are you into Euro 2020 at all? Um, no. You haven't watched any games? I have not. Ryan, how many Euro 2020 games have you watched? I've uh, I've I've seen them on here at work. I haven't uh, gone out of my way to, to watch any of them, but I enjoy having them on here at work. Yeah. 
The um, Germans. <laughs> well, I'm surprised. You know, I, I don't know. F- soccer was a sport I played a lot growing up. And again, I recently bought a soccer team, so I'm obviously way into it. And it's funny because I list- I was listening to this old podcast uh, where Sam Hinkie was talking about analytics and I start diving into soccer analytics. And it's funny because in the sports where there is high variance, uh, a.k.a. lots of scoring, like, say, basketball, um, you can find a treasure trove of analytics. In soccer, where there's much less variance, I mean, 0 not a ton of scoring, not as many analytics. So you really got to dig deep. And, of course, I start talking to the other owners in the group, and it's like, Kind of exciting. I mean, seriously, being an owner in anything is very cool and fun. So uh, it's a, I'm calling it the summer of soccer. I will try to play soccer uh, at least a couple times a month here this summer. It's a great workout. Um, but obviously, uh, basketball is still my number one sport to play. Football, you can't play pickup football. I, I can't remember the last time I played a pickup football game or a flag football game. But I do want to give a quick shout out. Um, I've mentioned this on Instagram, but, you know, my son is into sports and some of it has to do with dad pushing him. Yes, just a little bit of nudging. And we have a friend, you know, my they moved here from uh, England. And, you know, their son and my son were in the same first grade class and they hit it off. And uh, he's a really good athlete. So he played flag football for the first time this past season. And I know a coach in football who basically, you know, he goes hardcore. He has like this playbook he carries around with him. I'm telling you, dad life is a real thing when it comes to dad sports. He's like so intense and he had never won the, they call it the BCS championship for youth football in our area. He'd been to the title game twice, lost both. They had two undefeated seasons and they had lost in the playoffs. And this guy asked me like, I don't know, three months ago, Hey Jason, do you know any good like football players? Any like diamonds in the rough? And I go, Oh yeah, I got this kid who, who you may be interested in. Um, his name is Max. He's friends with my buddy with my son and a son, I know his dad and, you know, he's a good player. He's never played before, but I'm telling you, he's an athlete. And he said, okay, can you send him? We're going to do this, like, practice with some guys just for fun. I want to see what he's – and, of course, he texts me back, oh, my gosh, this guy's amazing. Don't tell anyone about him. I'd love to draft him. So I don't mention it to anybody. Uh, my friend drafts my son's friend. Oh, and we have a goal already from Germany. Wow. Holy cow, beautiful cross. Uh, there it is, Iowa Sam, quick on the draw. The Germans. And the Germans are on the board just four minutes in. Now, wait a sec. Portugal is claiming there's a handball. The referee, we don't know if they're going to go to VAR yet. Ronaldo is in the referee's face yelling vociferously, but the Germans are on the board. We'll check the replay. At any rate, going back to my story. So my buddy drafts my son's friend. His name is Max. He's he's a young Nine. He's uh, about to turn 10, I think, in like a week. My, my son uh, and him play sports together, so I know this guy's a good athlete. He goes to this kid. They go undefeated. They play the championship game at SoFi Stadium last week. Yes, SoFi Stadium. And they win the title. 26 nothing. Wow! And my son's friend, this kid, uh, scored a touchdown. He was like... I'm telling I, 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 you, never want to overreact on kids when they're young. You know, eight, nine, ten. Whoever's the early maturing kid is the best and most dominant. Sometimes they fall off. I'm telling you guys, this kid is going to be a football player. I, I could tell it. His parents are smart. His parents aren't that tall, but he's big. He's gigantic. 
He's fast, he's strong, and he's got the work ethic. And, you know, I asked the coach, so was he the best player? And he's like, well, you know, we got we got a bunch of good players, but it's pretty clear he put us over the top. Scored a touchdown. He had a pick six in, like, the the league championship game to put him in the Super Bowl. Um, and shout out to him and his family. They're moving back, unfortunately, to London. So I've told them my goal is to find football programs in London. Yeah, it's tough to find an American football program in London. It's all soccer over there. Um, and to, I, I do believe he will be college scholarship worthy, I'm telling you. You can kind of see it in some kids, and he's like a young kid. He's not early maturing. He's just really big, um, which I guess technically could be early maturing, but I'm t- he's really good. And they won the championship, so congrats to them. And also, shout out to the leagues that let youth football play at NFL stadiums. Like, it was amazing. Uh, yeah, a great experience. Um, update on Euro. Turns out the German goal does come off the board. No goal for the Germans, so we are not at zero. Uh, Ryan, did you see if it was a red call, a red car, or uh, I'm sorry, was it a handball or was it offsides? It looks like it was a handball, uh, and one of the German players uh, kind of fell down, and as he was falling down, the ball hit off of his mm. forearm, and then they retained possession. And Costly. Thank yeah. you, Ryan, for the update. I know you're not a big soccer guy, but I'm into it. And I do say, uh, yesterday I did the Dan Patrick show with Doug Gottlieb, and as we're doing the opening segment, I'm like, whoa, 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 Doug, you got to stop. Kemba Walker just got traded. And it was like, I love live sports as they're happening in the middle of the radio show. Now, I know producers do not love that. They're like, hey, man, you got to stay on topic. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The people like the energy. The people like to feel the real time. You're in your car. You're going to get donuts for the family on a Saturday morning. You want to pick up breakfast. School's out. The kids are unruly. You're going out to the park. You're driving to the beach, and you're listening to this in real time, and you're like, man, this is a fun show. Um, I just love real-time scoring. It's just exciting. Um, so anyways, this hour we will do um, – we got a gambling guy coming up to handicap the Game 7s. Um, I was going to really wax poetic on Trey Young and his greatness, but they ended up losing last night. I'm just saying, Trey Young. I underestimated him. I really thought he would be a very good player. You know, all-star, but couldn't defend anybody. Trey Young has already become a stud. Holy cow. You can see why there were flashes of maybe this guy could be, you know, a little bit of a poor man, Steph Curry. Um, He's not Curry, and he won't reach Curry, but he's very good. Poor man's Curry is not like a a knock on on Trey Young. Um, On the other side, my man Ben Simmons has really struggled and he's almost unplayable in the fourth quarter because they foul him and he can't make free throws. And it's just one of these situations where I feel bad for a being wrong about Ben Simmons and B like, what's his men? What's his like mind like right now? He's got to be fried. He's making $30 million. He can't make a free throw to save his life. I saw a funny stat that the Phoenix Suns had made more free throws in the playoffs had sorry missed fewer free throws in the playoffs than Ben Simmons. He's missed like 38, 39 free throws ooh, in the playoffs. And the Suns have missed like 35. By the way, the Suns have been off for a week and I uh, I will be writing up how to bet Suns Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. If you follow me on the gram, you already know my pick. I will be betting that um but we'll we'll get into a deep dive a little later with our guest coming up at 9:30 Pacific. So about 20 minutes. 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I want to come up with some fake Ben Simmons trades. I have three. Uh, I heard an interesting one last night when I was, I text with some NBA people and I heard a really interesting one. And again, you guys know how to operate business, right? You buy low, sell high, everything in life, stock market, NBA players, NFL players, buy low, sell high. So just know if you are, if the Sixers end up trading Ben Simmons, they are selling extremely low. Because remember, early on this season, the talk was, oh, James Harden wants out of Houston. Well, he would love to go be with Daryl Morey again, reunited and it feels so good in Philly. What about Ben Simmons for Harden? That was the talk. Ain't no way on earth. You're getting that kind of value for Ben Simmons now, given that he's basically unplayable. But I have a I have a strategy. I think you can still get a bargain basement deal for Ben Simmons, and whoever trades for him is going to win the deal. Ben Simmons is still a really, really talented player in this league. It's just a clunky fit in Philly. It's clearly not working out. I, I, imagine how Ben Simmons feels. He was on top of the world like two years ago, right? Um they were super close to going to the Easter Conference Finals. He's dating Kendall Jenner. He's about to sign a big contract. Like, everything's good. And now it's all falling apart. And you can make a Kardashian joke here. That being said, on the flip side, Kendall Jenner has moved on to Devin Booker, who now is treating the Suns in four fan, the guy that I'm sure you saw in the video beat the tar out of some Utah fan. Who The Utah fan started it, by the way, and this is why you don't pick fights with random dudes. The Phoenix Suns fan just pulverized this guy. And he didn't even have the, he had the low ground. Usually if you have the high ground, you want to fight? You want to battle? You picked a fight from the high ground and you got your teeth knocked in. So Devin Booker's made friends with this guy, has invited him to the game. Um, Devin Booker's dating Kendall Jenner. He has a, a, a an a old school retro car flotilla that will make anybody jealous. I mean, it is, it's a crazy uh, group of cars that he's got. You know, these like low riders. It really looks awesome. He takes like a different one to a game every day. Living in Phoenix, living the dream, really, making a ton of money. And he's in the Western Conference Finals. And he's had a week off because they swept the Denver Nuggets. Like, Den- Devin Booker's on top of the world right now. I think he's going to the NBA Finals. Life is good if you're Devin Booker. You'd never want it. never been to the playoffs and now all of a sudden, boom, here you are. And shout out to Devin Booker and the Suns. Obviously, Chris Paul instrumental in that. Um, so we'll do Ben Simmons fake trades after this. I do, um, I do this fun thing now. I, t- I learned it from Joe Rogan. I know he's kind of polarizing, but I, I haven't listened to him in forever because he moved to Spotify. By the way, did you guys notice this? Are you listening to Joe Rogan as much, uh, Ryan and Sam? I, I have not listened to an episode of his in maybe a year. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I know he's incredibly popular. I just I don't really consume his product. Yeah, I, I good interviews though. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it's like Howard Stern. You know, Howard Stern is okay, but his interviews are amazing. Joe Rogan is what he is. Um, but I love how he gets interviews with just super random people that I find interesting. Um, philosophers, health weirdos. Like he's just got a lot of interesting dudes on there, and you learn a lot from his guests. Less him, but his mostly his guests. I just fe- I'm with Ryan though. Since he moved to Spotify, I I might have listened to one episode in the last year, because I'm an iTunes guy and I don't really do a lot of Spotify. And I you know I just I don't consume Rogan anymore. But he taught me something interesting. Nah, not taught me, but 
he says he would go on to Twitter, basically drop a loaded statement like it was a grenade and walk away and not go back. So what I did before this uh, top of the final hour, I dropped a grenade. I said, here are the top five coaches in the NBA right now. And then here are like the next group. And then I just closed Twitter out. So in real time, I'm going to, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Portugal takes the lead. Wow, what a ball. And it looks like Ronaldo finished it. And Portugal's on the board 15 minutes in. Wow. Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, the, the, the deep ball was perfect. And the, guy, the goalie had to come up. They center it to Ronaldo goal. Now the referee's going to go look to see if he was onside. And, you know, I'll get that in a sec. Yeah. Oh, a nice little run out. And it looks like he is onside, onside, onside. Oh, I think he's going to be off by like a fraction. Now the linesman did not put it up. Beautiful centering to Ronaldo for the goal. It stands as of now. Ronaldo with the easy tap in. You know, he flexes on the sideline because he's rocked up. Um, It looks like it's going to stand. So... Um, I dropped my top five coaches in the NBA because all these people are yelling at me about Ty Lue, Ty Lue, Ty Lue. I said, top five coaches. I'm going to check it now. Nick Nurse, no order. Nick Nurse of the Raptors. Frank Vogel of the Lakers. Spolstra of Miami. Popovich of the Spurs. Steve Kerr of Golden State. Okay? Five to ten range. Monty Williams of Phoenix. I mean, he's been incredible this year. Tom Thibodeau. Of the Knicks. By the way, Monty Williams was in uh, pretty good in New Orleans. Uh, Thibodeau of the Knicks. Quinn Snyder of Utah. Michael Malone of Denver. So I leave Ty Lue out. I don't think he's a top 10 coach. Sorry. And man, people going all in on me, upset and angry, as they are wont to do. But who cares? It's Twitter. I don't, you think I care? Coming up next here. And by the way, the goal stands for Portugal. Germany had one wiped out. And... You know, the Germans cannot lose this and expect to advance. That that would not be good. Very, very bad if they lose this. That would mean they the Germans would have to beat Hungary, uh, possibly by multiple goals, to advance. Um, but it's early. It's very early, and these games turn quick. Remember, Denmark led um, Belgium one nothing, and Belgium came back and won 2-1. to So, uh, but coming up next, we'll do those Ben Simmons fake trades. A lot of fun. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. 
touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real Steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Got uh, Bernie Frado from Vegas coming up in seven minutes. He's uh, going to tell us where the smart money is on Bucks, Nets, and of course, Game 7, Hawks, Sixers. Although, I... It's going to be a tough sell to bet the Hawks in Game 7 on the road. Just remember, Game 5, they needed a luck box to win that. Similarly to the Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant. A historic performance to beat the Bucs. I I don't know if they can do that again. Uh, I'm almost certain Philadelphia will not collapse like that again. Although, Doc Rivers is known as a choke artist. And it's funny because the movie Eight Mile is on cable right now, and we have in the studio four different TVs. And Eight Mile is on one of them. Euro 2020 is on another. But it is funny because, you know, I have the Eight Mile wrap-off saved on my iTunes. Uh, Back when you could, like, download stuff illegally, uh, you know, somebody would post it. And, of course, I love the wrap-off at the end. And one of the guys says to B-Rabbit, This guy's a choke artist! You catch a bad one. And then I got to stop rapping it because there's a lot of bad words and stuff. But Doc Rivers has been a choke artist in the playoffs. Only coach in NBA history to blow three, three to one leads. And boy, after that game five melt at home, you knew they were in trouble. But they survived last night. 
bought strong fourth uh, second half from Seth Curry. <laughs> Imagine Seth Curry bails you out. Seth Curry. I wonder if the Mavericks regret trading him in that Josh Richardson deal. What a disaster. Now, was that Donnie or was that Cuban? At any rate, let's go for some fake Ben Simmons trades. Um, I'll start in the East. I put this one out on Cowherd Chew yesterday because it, 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 it makes mostly sense for both teams. The Washington Wizards just are not going to be able to land free agents. They are in a major market, but they're just uh, – the infrastructure is not there. There's nobody – I mean, they had Wall and Beal, and they couldn't break through. And Beal has one year left remaining before he can become an unrestricted free agent. So if you're Bradley Beal and you don't commit to the Wiz as they did not, they did not commit – uh, Bradley Beal did not come into the Wiz after that playoff series loss. You can basically call your shot. I want to go here. Well, do you want to go down I-95 to Philly to play with Joel Embiid? Now, you know Embiid needs shooting around him. You put Beal, Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, when he when he shows up, Tobias Harris, who makes the most money on the 76ers. If you swap Ben Simmons for Bradley Beal, that Sixers team has all the shooting. Now, if you're like, why does Washington do that? Well, you know, I know Westbrook was instrumental in being a driving force to get them to the playoffs. How does Westbrook and Simmons work when you've got two non-shooters? And my comment would be, well, no disrespect, but who cares about Russell Westbrook when you got Ben Simmons, who taboo you can build around? Like, you know, Ben Simmons, what is he, 25? He's 24 years old. You're 25 this summer. Don't worry about Westbrook. He's like 32. He'll, he'll play. He'll be a factor. And, you know, he'll be gone in a couple of years. And you build around Ben Simmons. So Washington won appealing deal. Now another one is Portland. And it's funny because the Blazers, four of the last five years have been knocked out in the first round. In between that, they went to the conference finals. But the reality is they're really not conference finals worthy, especially in the stack. So what if you said, hey, Dame and CJ had a good run. We will give you CJ McCollum and, I don't know, Nasir Little. You toss in Robert Covington, something to make the salaries match. And, again, Philly gets an awesome shooter. You now have CJ McCollum and Seth Curry. Now, that's not a lot of defense in the backcourt, um, but you've got the rim protector in Joel Embiid. And let's be realistic, nobody plays much defense anymore. In the NBA, uh, Utah was third in defensive efficiency, and the Clippers absolutely torched them uh, up and down the last two games, just did whatever they wanted. I already gave the stat in the opening segment Rudy Gobert in the final two games, the defensive player of the year, the Stifle Tower had two blocks, zero blocks in the final two games, none. So if, if you're Portland and you want to get creative, I think you go all out. You say, you know what? I'm going to go full contrarian. And just try it. Because Dame Lillard turns 32 this summer. Or 31. And why the heck not? I put Ben Simmons at the five. I I take a little pressure off Dame. And I make, you know, basically Ben Simmons the captain of my death lineup. I build around him. I start Simons and Dame. uh, Ben Simmons. And, you know, you find, you find, you go real small. And guess what? You offense the heck out of everybody. And... 
you try to go contrarian. Because guess what? You've tried everything else. You've tried the normal route. It's not going to win. You can't stop Jokic. You can't stop Anthony Davis. So you can't play that style. You've got to try your own. So I, I would I would entertain that. Now, I'm sure Philly fans are like, that's not enough for Ben. Well, you know what? His, his value's down. And there is a Charlotte trade real quick before we get to our guest. But if I'm the Charlotte Hornets and I can have LaMelo Ball, high IQ, great passer. Ben Simmons, high IQ, great passer. And, you know, I can give up. I don't know. I don't know that Gordon Hayward would be appealing to um, Philly. But what about like Miles Bridges, Terry Rozier, and some filler? And then in Charlotte, you've got, you know, Ben Simmons, LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward, um, Graham. Like they've got a pretty nice young team. Um, and I, I don't listen. There's options out there for Ben Simmons. It's going to be a fun summer, especially if they lose Game Seven. Uh, all right, coming up next here, Bernie Frado live from Vegas. All the numbers, where the smart money is for Game Seven. But first, here's Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending. Jason, I've got a surprise for you coming up at the very end of what's trending. This this is going to be just for you. I, I hope you'll enjoy it. But first, on to the business at hand of the NBA playoffs. On Friday night in Game 6 of the Western Conference semifinals, the Los Angeles Clippers rallied from 25 down to defeat the Utah Jazz 131-119 to and take the series in six. Also Friday night, the Philadelphia 76ers won at Atlanta 104-99, forcing a Game 7 at Philadelphia on Sunday. Coming up tonight at 8.30 Eastern Game seven in the other Eastern Conference semifinal with the Brooklyn Nets hosting the Milwaukee Bucks. In golf, after two rounds of the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, American Russell Henley and Englishman Richard Bland share the lead at five under par overall. They will tee off round three this afternoon at 435 Eastern. Now here is your surprise, Jason. All throughout the morning, with you being the big soccer fan, you've been all over the European Championships earlier. Give it up for Hungary. They played France to a 1-1 tie. Right now, Portugal has a 1-0 lead over Germany in the 31st minute on a goal in the 15th minute by the great Christian Ronaldo. And here we go, Jason. I have the call of Cristiano Ronaldo's goal for you, but there's kind of a catch. It is not the English language call. In fact, to be perfectly honest with you, I do not know what language this is in, but it's such a great call that it doesn't matter. It translates universally. So let's listen to the Cristiano Ronaldo goal in the 15th minute. Language TBD. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? I don't know. I felt like that was a build-up, build-up, build, and, and he never hit the crescendo. But yes, I, I do love that. Uh, do, you don't have the language, huh? I ha- I have no idea. I I mean, I tried. I'm like, is it is it French? I I literally tried to look it up, but I, I have no idea. But what, the beauty of it is, you could still follow along uh, what happened and the excitement of that call. By the way, for comparison, here is the English language call of that same goal. Halfback passes to the center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. So a slight difference in the enthusiasm there, Jason. Back to you. Uh, Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's welcome him in live from Vegas. 
Bernie Fratto. He knows all the numbers. Game seven, how how do how to bet game seven? Uh Bucks Nets tonight. I don't know. Bernie, what's your interest level in Bucks Nets versus Hawks Sixers tomorrow? I would definitely say my interest level is much higher on the Bucks and Nets because of the backstory storylines involving Giannis, uh, Budenholzer, and certainly can this Brooklyn Nets experiment work? And so from a fan standpoint, definitely much more interest on Nets uh, Bucks. Uh we're we're uh, you know Ber- Bernie, I don't I don't know how I'm going to actually put my money on the Bucks, but I think it's Bucks or pass tonight, right? It has to be. They were favored at the outset. All the money I'm assuming coming in on the Nets, but is it is it the sharp money? Is it a bunch of public money? As Vegas is now wide open, uh, what's the breakdown? Well, 66% of the tickets have come in on the Nets. They've gone from getting plus one to now minus one five. But let's take a quick look at 30,000 feet, Jason, because this is what we know about NBA Game Sevens historically. The home team is 105 and 28 in the last 40 years, so they went out right about 80% of the time. But if you blindly bet the unders since 2003, you'd be at 63%. So the Sharps are actually on the under in the Nets-Bucks game. All six games have gone under. Now, the markets have adjusted dramatically from the standpoint of the fact that early on the totals were in the 234-231 range. This game goes off at 216, but it's a it's a game seven. Nerves are going to be high. Yep. Stakes are high. Defenses are going to be very stiff. And look, no Kyrie. James Harden has been walking around like Fred Sanford. And I think this is going to be a game, Jason, that is predicated on defense. We've already seen 186-83 game in this series. 104-92. I think it gets under the number. It may get a little scary, but I can only look to the under, and that's where the Sharps are, the under at 216 on Bucks Nets. So under but no side, huh? Not for me. Uh, you just don't know what you're going to get. Uh, you brought up a great point early on in the show. Uh, Kevin Durant had this Herculean 49-point performance. You know, he was rebounding. He was assisting. He was selling popcorn. He did everything. And they still, <laughs> they still barely won that game. Yeah. And Milwaukee shot like 28% from the floor. Uh, I have no faith in either team to close out this game seven, but I do think it's going to be a very good, tightly defensive struggle. All right, let's move to Sunday, Bernie. Atlanta Hawks, who really blew a chance to win the series. Oh, my gosh. They led at halftime and then 15 nothing run in the third quarter. Seth Curry catches fire. Uh, Trey Young doesn't get a lot of help. Bogdanovich, the starting shooting guard who was benched at the end of Game 5 when they made that huge run, gets injured, doesn't play in the fourth quarter. Looks like this is ballooned out to 6.5 or 7. It is seven now. 65% of the tickets, though, happen to be on the Hawks. Seven is a big number, but Philly's minus 300 on the money line, which gives him about a 76% chance to win the game outright. Philly is 33-9 and nine at home this year, and the Hawks are 20-22 and 22 on the road. As long as you got Trey Young, they're live. Uh, I'm tempted to grab the seven, but once again, wow. I'm looking to the under in this game. Yeah, I don't want to lay the seven uh, with this Philly team. You just don't know what Embiid you're going to get. Uh, I, you brought up a lot of really good points about Ben Simmons earlier in the show, and uh, I, I, it, it's an oddball game. Again, Atlanta, 46-36 and 36 is a dog this year, so that's wow. where the value is. But as we well know, Sports has become the greatest reality show going, and you can script everything but the ending. If you don't believe it, just look at that Clippers game last night. Yeah, Jason, when the Clippers were down 25, as it pertains to in-game betting, a $100 bet 
would have brought back $2,000. Wow. And now the Suns have opened up as a four-point favorite over the Clippers. 86% of the tickets are on the Suns. The line has been steamed to four and a half, now five. But can you really know what's going to happen in that game without Chris Paul and the new Florida State star of the universe, Terrence Mann? (laughs) Well, wait, I want to back up first of all. Which coach this weekend in game uh, seven do you trust less, Budenholzer or Doc Rivers? Well, definitely Budenholzer. At least Doc has a (laughs) – yeah, that that, – I, I don't that was get, like a super quick answer. Well, we saw him. He's got a body of work, Jason. We saw oh, it in man. Atlanta. We've seen it in Milwaukee now. And let's juxtapose. It's an excellent question you ask because I'm not so sure how much I trust Doc Rivers either. But the bottom line is he does have a championship, and he's going to give the ball to Embiid. Embiid's the best player on the court. And I think the bottom line is they'll get out of the way, and Philly will find a way to pull that game out. But when you juxtapose a Budenholzer against a guy like Ty Lue, Top credit to Ty Lue. Here's a guy, the Clippers before last night, in their history, were 0-9 in chances to close out a game in the conference semifinals. Oof. And not only that, Jason, they lost by an average of 15 points in those games. Compare that to Ty Lue in his history. He's 12-1 and in closeout games. And when you look back to game four, he made a big adjustment on Donovan Mitchell. He clogged the lane. Every time Donovan Mitchell got anywhere near the lane, he made it very crowded Chuck Daly style. He not only made... Donovan Mitchell worked really hard for his points. He made him, he made him work really hard just to get the ball. He got no free catches in space. Hell, he benched playoff roundo for two games. Ty Lue doesn't play. He makes adjustments. He knows what he's doing. This team is confident. Budenholzer, with all due respect, he's a great regular season coach, but when it comes to the playoffs, he looks like a guy who's wandering around the mall parking lot, can't find where he parked his car. <laughs> Birdie off the top rope. Goodness. I mean, listen, Budenholzer is pretty bad, but um... – I want to quickly go back to the adjustments Ty Lue made. Um, I'm not going to say too much here, but, you know, I put out a tweet this morning that, uh, you know, my top coaches in the NBA, and I didn't put Ty Lue on the list. I got I just got a text from an NBA assistant coach. You're my guy, but your coach tweet this morning is ridiculous. Uh, is Ty Lue is an elite coach in the NBA? I guess it all depends on how we define elite. He does have a championship. I think he was a very much of a stabilizing force in 2016 when he took that Cleveland Cavalier team and somehow they beat uh, the Golden State Warriors when they were down 3-1, to one, and yes, Draymond went out, and there's all sorts of backstories. But look, he takes over for Doc Rivers, and what's he do in his first season? He gets them to the conference finals, something the Clippers, Clippers have never done in 50 years. So depending on how we throw around the term elite, yeah. I would just say this. Ty Lue has established himself to me as a very formidable game mm. coach and a guy yeah. who you know has a great command of the of the job. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, people think I'm being overly critical. I just need to point out he had, without question, the greatest player of the last, I don't know, 20 years in the NBA in LeBron when he had that comeback. And now he has Kawhi and Paul George, but he didn't have Kawhi the last two games. The last two games were super impressive. I just wonder, uh, Bernie... Are the Jazz kind of paper tigers here? Like, what's up with these guys? I don't know. And there's being questions asked about Quinn Snyder, yeah. who I like a lot. Look, it's a bottom line league, Jason. You know that. You either you either win or you lose. And to your point, there's no question that Ty Lue had arguably the best player uh, in the in the universe with LeBron and Cleveland. And now he's got quite a good roster uh, with uh, with uh, 
the Clippers. There's no arguing that. But you have to have talent to win. You have to have a base level of talent to compete and get in the postseason. Pat Riley always said that, but he always said that also managing talent and elite talent brings with it a whole set of challenges yep. that a lot of other players have difficulty with. Just ask Brad Stevens, a guy I have a lot of respect for. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll wrap up with this Suns Clips how do you handicap this Western Conference Finals? Again, we do not know the status of Chris Paul with his COVID situation. Could miss one, could miss two, three, could miss zero. Um, and then it, we we know Kawhi was out for the Utah series. I don't know if he's out for the Conference Finals uh, yet if that's been determined. But how do you handicap this one? Well, with no Chris Paul on the floor tomorrow, we, we kind of have to deal in the here and now and, and take it one game at a time, even though that's cliche. Uh, all the value to me is with the Clippers. Uh, too much. It's one thing to have 86% of the tickets come in on the Suns, but there's not a dot in my mind Ty Lue is going to blitz uh, uh, Devin Booker. He's going to put him in a vice, and he's going to force other players to beat him. The Clippers have shown they can play defense. They're a really confident team right now, and I think they find a way to ride this momentum. I would grab the point Sunday, but I haven't yet. I think the Clippers are very live to win this series. Interesting. Um, what about the fact that, uh, you know, the Clippers' turnaround is quick and they have fallen behind 0-2 in the last two series. Uh, I know Ty Lue's made some good adjustments, but, it, you know, does that also mean he's not prepared going into series? I think the Clippers are a very mercurial team. Uh, they have a lot of oddball personalities. Uh, Kawhi is brilliant, but he's not a vocal leader. Paul George is a very introspective guy, also not a vocal leader. I think they're starting to find their legs. The key is, is you're getting real value with four and a half, five points tomorrow. And look, they may fall down 0-2, and we'll all be saying, look, they got them where they want them, right? <laughs> the bottom line is this. You are right. You can't afford to keep poking the bear like that, falling down 0-2, just in time for them to get Chris Paul back. I'm sure that's going to be Kawhi Leonard, uh, check that, uh, Ty Lue's message tomorrow, and that is the first five minutes of both halves. Get out, get a stop, run your offense, and let's play like we're, uh, you know, we're like our, you know, pants are on fire and it's raining gasoline. We don't have time. We don't have time to come back from behind. Eventually, it's going to catch you. All right, he is Bernie Fratto, straight out of Vegas, nights on Fox Sports Radio, 11 p.m. Bernie, thanks a lot. Enjoy Vegas. I'm assuming it's warm this weekend. Have fun. The wind chills 116 today. <laughs> thanks for having me, Jason. All right, Bernie. Uh, Bernie Fratto, good stuff as always. Coming up next, we will wrap up the show. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Good stuff from Bernie Fratto. While we're doing the interview, <laughs> Germany finds a back of the net. Great goal. And then like two minutes later, an own goal on a on a uh, by Portugal on a really nice buildup from Germany. So Germany goes into halftime up 2-2-1. Two, two, uh, is your dad's razor older than you are? Get him something new for Father's Day. The a DSC six blade razor is perfect for an extra close, precise shave. Get one now at a store near you or as part of a gift set at Dollar Shave Club. DollarShaveClub.com slash Jonas. That's DollarShaveClub.com slash Jonas. Dollar Shave Club. You guys, uh, I, do you shave often? I would say I've never seen you really come in here with a full on beard. Uh, I do shave. Uh, I just, I have, you know, it's not very thick. Yeah. So Ryan, you're too young to even get facial hair, right? <laughs> I mean, basically yeah, I, I'm yeah. the same as Sam. I, it does not come in. Thick I'm just curious. Are you guys doing anything for your dads on father's day? I, uh, my dad needed a new, um, 
Wi-Fi router, and I bought that. Oh, what a what a son! Practical gift. Yes. You need something? Your son buys it for you. Yeah, Iowa Sam delivers. Ryan, what about you? Uh, I've got some family in town, so so we'll be uh, with my family tomorrow, and uh, I'll be going to the mall tonight. So oh. figure that out. Ooh. So, okay. Is that the Grove you're going to? <laughs> no, no, the Oaks Mall in Thousand Oaks, California. Oh, oh, Thousand. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. That's where all like the good high schools are. Um, that's right. Yes, out there, uh, Sherman Oaks. What's the awesome one that's out there? Um, we got we got Oaks Christian right down the street. Oaks Christian, a lot of qu- that's like a quarterback factory, basically. Yes, yes. Um, by the way, I'm curious. Did you guys see? You know, LeBron's son plays for uh, like a private school out here. And, like, LeBron goes to games. Drake went to a game this week. And Michael B. Jordan, a.k.a. Black Panther, went to a game. Like, oh, I'm sorry, not, not Black Panther. He was the bad guy in Black Panther. Um, but, like, can you imagine you're playing a high school basketball game. You're there rooting on your school. And then you look down and Drake and, like, probably, like, a top 15 actor uh, are, are at the game. I mean, Michael B. Jordan was in Friday Night Lights. Great show. Was in the Rocky Creed movies, uh, just a beast, and um, like that's that that's crazy. Like those guys are at high school basketball games. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure on LeBron's son, who I believe is a tenth grader. Um, just imagine being another kid though on the team, and like you have to play as well as you can because you have Drake and Michael B. Jordan watching. Yeah, I mean, a couple. I mean, the coaches, everybody, I'm sure in there is feeling wild. So uh, you know. I will say that uh, the Lakers were under some pressure. We just did an entire show in June, and no mention of LeBron or Lakers. Interesting. They got bounced. And um, it's funny because when you get eliminated, it's like you got to make all these changes, and now it's like, well, maybe the, maybe the Lakers don't do too much. Maybe they won't change too many things. Um, we'll see. Dennis Schroeder, of course. I, a lot of off-season time for that. Um, so yeah, it was, listen, great show in the books. If you missed it, obviously the podcast will be up probably within 30 minutes. Um, yeah, I hope everybody has a really strong Father's Day weekend coming up next up on game with, uh, yeah, with my guy, LeVar Arrington and TJ Hushmanzada. I feel like the NFL chatter will pick up here pretty shortly, right? What are we, June 18th? I think probably... What are the camps open in early July? Is that what it is, Ryan? I think like right after July 4th. So now it's like primo summertime. You know, go to the beach. If you're young, you're boozing heavily. If you're older, you're relaxing and not on your phone. Um, If you're, I don't know, going to Hawaii or something, you do not bring your computer. Uh, I just ordered a new book off Amazon. I don't know if you guys have read it. Um, uh, It's called Skin in the Game by Taleb. Have you guys heard of it or read it? No. no. Business. I'm, I'm all into these weirdy business books now, trying to do some smart investing as I get older. But uh, thank you, Isaac, Iowa Sam, Ryan. We had a great guest list. Um, listen, folks, enjoy the game seven tonight and tomorrow. I will take the Bucks and the points. I will take uh, the Sixers giving a bunch of points. Everybody have a great Father's Day weekend. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. 
Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros.